What's up, best friends, and welcome to the next episode of Best Friends Talk Funny, the only kind of funny community podcast all about the best friends that make up that community. My name is Kyle Stevenson, a.k.a. Who That Ninja 73 and on this week's episode, I'm not even going to waste any more of your time. We're going to get right into it. This week's episode is the one, the only, Andrew Gonzalez. And you might think to yourself, who is this Andrew Gonzalez? Where have I heard that name before? And you've probably heard that name before on Twitter. Andrew is a lovely voice on Twitter, a lovely person. Um, I did not get to really communicate with him all that much until this episode. And Andrew is a fantastic dude. I love talking to him about everything we talked about in this episode. I don't want to give too much away. Um... But Andrew is the first one that reached out to me and said, Hey, I want to be on the show. I want to get more involved in the kind of funny community. And I said, Sure, of course, we'd love to do it. And we hooked it up, and here we are. You're about to listen to that episode. So that is something I need to do more. Uh, I need to promote that for you listeners. So if you ever want to be on this show... Tweet at me, at WhoDatNinja73. Send me a DM there, or if you know me on Facebook, send me a message there. I would love to have you on the show. I I made the show to get to know um, all the best friends of this wonderful community and to make sure the community knows that we have a ton of really special people that make up uh, the fan base. Um, so without further ado, let's get to know a best friend better. Kind of funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any kind of funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of funny is this. Welcome to Best Friends Talk Funny. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing. I'm doing awesome. It's. Uh, we were saying a little bit while we we're trying to figure out all the technical stuff. Um, how it's nice to put a, a voice to a face and and not just word and words. Um, so uh, first, of all, let's start off with because uh, we've never met before. This is the first time, really. Um, where Where are you from? Um, I'm, I currently live in South Hackensack, New Jersey, but I was born in the Bronx. Uh, okay. I lived there for about 13 years and then I moved to where I am now and I've been here for the last uh, 15. So we're, we're very close. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I've noticed quite a bit of people that I live in the area, the New York, New Jersey area. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to come out to the next meetup whenever... I wanted to Kelsey the, figure it out. <laughs> I wanted the la- to go the last time, and I think it was snowing. Oh yeah, yeah, that happens. We had, a, we had a really bad winter. Yes, we did. It was awful. I think the first first three episodes that I tried to do with this every time I recorded was on the night of a huge snowstorm. <laughs> it was like bad luck. Um, so I always like to start with uh, going over. Uh, 
what we usually know each other from, and that's on Twitter and your Twitter handle. Yeah. So uh, your Twitter handle, uh, what's it all about? Where'd it come from? Um, okay, so I used to be VersaVulture89, which is my Xbox Live Gamer tag. Okay. That comes from me being in college and being a huge fan of this uh, band Versa Emerge that's not around anymore. And okay. I just kept it, but since the band's not around anymore, I decided to use my initials and just keep the Vulture part uh-huh. to be consistent with uh, everything else I had going. So yes. that, that's how I chose that one. So is the Vulture like part of the band type Yeah, of thing? that was a fan-based thing. But oh, okay. I, everything I had from that point had Vulture in it. So I didn't want to mm. just get rid of it because my um, my gamer tag, my PSN name, everything had it, and I felt if I got rid of that on my Twitter, it wasn't consistent. Yeah. So I just I was like, I could work with it. Yeah, that makes sense. I I had to get rid of my original like screen name because uh, my first PS3 got the yellow light of death on it, <laughs> um, and I couldn't I couldn't remember my password when I got my new one, so I had to create my own, my, a brand new PSN name, uh, which is Ninja 73 which is what I go uh, by on everywhere now. But before that, it was Lucky Charms, without the A. <laughs> it was, it was not, not a great username at all. If you could be, if you were able to change your PSN name, that would be one of you. Go back to Lucky Charms? I can, I'll go back to Lucky Charms. <laughs> I don't know if I would use my... My oh, that's a would. Do you think PlayStation would PlayStation would ever charge for a name change, or would you get like one um, free one? I'm not sure. Microsoft charged ten dollars to change uh, mm. your gamer tag because I had I did that once before, before I got the one that I have now. Yeah. I I changed it. And I was like, you know what, ten dollars worth it. I'm I rarely change my name, mm-hmm. so yeah. I I'd pay if the if I didn't like my username on PSN, I'd pay money to do it. Yeah, that's true. I kind of. I'm with um, with Zyger on this one. I, I kind of wish it never happens. I kind of I kind of like being forced into whatever name you picked. You kind of have to live with the consequences. Because uh, I, I find that funny, especially for the people who have really awful names because they're awful people. I kind of want them to stick with it. <laughs> like like all the four twenties, triple X's, and sixty nines. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I also don't understand the people who, like, when they used to write into, like, PS I Love You, or PS, yeah, PS I Love You, XOXO, and beyond and stuff, when they're asking about changing their names, it when they say, like, I say it at work, like, my coworkers are, uh, I'm afraid my coworkers will find out what my name is. I've never talked about my PSN yeah. name at work. I find that's a weird situation. I mean, I, I work with a few people who I've known for years, so uh-huh. they know my gamer tag. But outside of the people that I know, I never uh-huh. talk about games to other coworkers. So yeah. they, they would never know what my username is, and I probably wouldn't tell them. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of work, what do you do, Andrew? Um. My my actual job, I work at a horticultural company doing data entry. Um, Sweet. On the side, when I'm not there, I write for XboxEnthusiast.com. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to bring that up later. How'd, uh, how'd you get into the, the Xbox Enthusiast? A f- random Facebook post on a IGN uh, Facebook group. and Okay. I was just like, you know what? I'm not doing anything right now. I don't have a job. So mm-hmm. I decided to just answer the ad, and it just worked out that way. 
And how long have you been doing that for? Uh, since 2015. Wow, okay. So, so right around, I It was exactly for E3 2015, because they needed people to write for that. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I, I, I tried it at a, at a similar site called Middle of Nowhere Gaming. Uh, I tried writing there for a little bit, and uh, I just couldn't keep up with it. I had so such little time, and I felt like I couldn't. That's no, okay. Uh, I couldn't have the dedicated time to like write articles and reviews and stuff like that. So I kind of I haven't written something in a in a while. It's tough to juggle that and work. I yeah. I come home and then I'm like, you know what? I want to do other things, but at the same time, I want to get writing done. Yeah. So trying to find that downtime because once i come back from work there's not much time before i go to sleep <laughs> so <laughs> and and going back to uh the main the main job the the horticultural job uh how long have you been doing that for probably wait i think 2016 okay so september 2016 so i was doing writing for about a year before i got my job okay i i know i knew my boss for a long time and I kept emailing him every month. I'm like, hey, is there an opening yet? Until finally he answered my email. He's like, it's time. So then I went over <laughs> it's there. It's time. You've been chosen. Yeah, like I, I was just like every month, hey, uh, is there an opening? And he's like, check back. And then without fail, the following month, is there an opening? And then it just ended up happening. So I've been there That's since. Nice. Uh, uh, do you enjoy doing the data entry stuff? Not really, but it's a job. Yeah, it gives me exactly. money. So mm-hmm. I, any kind of experience is good experience, and that helps me when I'm writing. So if that ever becomes a full-time thing, at least I have money to fall yeah. back on that. Absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, so well, let's, uh, let's get into um, uh, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do? Obviously gaming. And if you write for an Xbox website, I assume you're a Microsoft gamer. Um, actually, I have all three. I have the oh, sweet. I have okay. the Xbox One X, the PS4 Pro, and the Switch. Um, mm-hmm. my Xbox is my primary, but I like all three of them. I yeah. will. Uh, God of War comes out. I went and bought that. I'm gonna get Detroit. So mm-hmm. even though I write for an Xbox um, site, I'm pretty much diverse in what I play. If Which is what everyone good, should play. be. Yeah, yeah, everyone should be be like that because uh, we we had a talk on uh, on the PlayStation podcast I do with uh, Joe Moran, Mister Badbit. Uh, when he's not, I, if you listen to it, I'm going to apologize for it right now because Joe goes on these really comedic rants about how Xbox sucks because we're a PlayStation podcast and stuff, and so I apologize profusely for every single time that happens. Um, but last week we were just saying like, we should be happy about other companies making great stuff because it drives everything forward. Like it's not going to, if that doesn't happen, then everything's going to be stale and boring and we'll, we'll just get flappy bird clones for the rest of our lives. Like, um, how this, how a lot of people love graphics and, and things like that. When you talk about the switch, you don't get that, but you get that's such a innovative console that Sony and Microsoft Absolutely. can totally learn from that going forward. So yeah. there's a lot to learn from 
PlayStation can learn from Microsoft, Microsoft definitely can learn from Sony with their first party stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it, it, everybody works off of each other because Xbox had achievements and then Sony's like, we're going to Sony- come with trophies. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's one of my favorite things to be in a, a PlayStation gamer. I love trophies. Uh, I'm a hardcore achievement guy, so it, yeah. we're in the same boat here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's stupid to be like, hey, I'm going to play that game, and if I find out there's not a platinum trophy, then I'm not going to really put a lot of time into it. Like, I know in my head it's stupid, <laughs> but in my heart it's like, it's a game. Just play the game. Don't worry about the trophies. With me, I love the achievements because there are a lot of times where they'll give me something for a way I would not play that game. Mm. So I'm playing, I'll play a stealth game, and they're gonna say, don't kill anybody. Normally, I'd be like, I'll just kill anybody I <laughs> I can come across. Yeah. But I'll play yeah. the game two, three times if that means <laughs> trying something different. Yeah. So uh, so what kind of games do you, do you like to play? Like, what's your go-to? Um, I, I want to say anything but sports games, but it depends, okay. it depends on the sport. Because I'm not mm-hmm. a Madden guy. But okay. I'll play FIFA, and I bought the show, and I like both of those games. Yeah. So, it, it, how, mainly Madden, I won't play. I'll play anything else. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm losing my, my faith in Madden. Uh, pretty pretty hardcore, because it's the same shit every year. And their their innovations aren't very innovating. I, mean, so. I, I will say, though, um... Madden last year had a story mode, which I was like, that's cool. They did yes. something different. But in terms yeah. of actual gameplay, same thing every year, just with a new yeah. mode. Yeah. The, the one thing I wish that that long shot mode, which was the story mode from last year, had was I wish I could continue playing with those characters. Hmm. And, and actually do like a mix. I always go to the show because the show is my favorite sports franchise ever. Like I love playing Road to the Show and the RPG-like elements of trying to make your way to the major leagues. So I want every single sports franchise to kind of steal that. So, like, if Madden could ever create, like, a creative player mode like that, I'd be all in. I'd play that nonstop. When, one of my favorite uh, sports games, definitely unrealistic, but Blitz the League had a really yes. fun... It had a really fun uh, campaign. Uh-huh. And... That was just so ridiculous. When I played online and my friend ruptured my quarterback's testicles, I was like, this is the best game ever. <laughs> I, I'm, I haven't played that in a, in a while, and I'm not sure if it's the... There was one on PS3, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it might have been the PS2 one, where like you would just go to the trainer and inject yourself with steroids. Yep. <laughs> and just to get boost during the game. I was like, whoa... <laughs> it, it, it was so out there, but I loved every second of that game. Yeah, for sure. Um, so since you write for a uh, for an Xbox site, um, E three's coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and I have you here. I most of the time when I talk to people, it's mostly PlayStation because that's just kind of how like the kind of kind of funny yeah. fan base is usually aligned. But uh, so, what are you expecting from E three this year from Microsoft? Uh, it's weird because you always want to say games. Uh, yeah, I could say the last few years they haven't really delivered on that, with the exception of a few things. Forza, which is mm-hmm. usually good, Gears they had two years ago. Yeah. Um, but what they lacked in games, they made up in services. So mm-hmm. they had, um, Game Pass, which is awesome. If you know people don't have it, it's really good. There's over 120 games on there, and 
first party games show up day yep. one. That's really cool. Um, w- between that and backwards compatibility, they have all the services down. So I don't think there's another service they can show this E3. Because I, I think they have that down packed. Yeah. Um, Do you think they, instead of like a service... They try to talk about VR in a, in a way because I know VR has showed up in the past. I feel like they, when they announced the Xbox One X, like when it was <laughs> just a Scorpio, they mentioned yeah. VR and then VR disappeared out of nowhere. Um, they have HoloLens, which I've used at the Microsoft yeah. Store. That's pretty okay. cool. Um, AR could be cool, and I know Microsoft has a mixed AR VR headset, which could be really cool if they can implement that into their gaming. Mm-hmm. But I think. Because they have all the services down, they're going to double down on games, whether you see them next year or two years down the line. Yeah. I don't think that matters, as long as they let people know there's something. Because yeah. that's usually the complaint. Where Exactly. That's the biggest outcry. When someone, yeah, when someone says something about Microsoft, it's always, well, what do they have? What are, What's going to be coming? What's coming soon? Like, and it's kind of hard to come up with a, an answer yeah. to that. I mean... I'm a fan. It is hard to defend sometimes when you're looking at it and you're like, oh, like you you were this close to mm-hmm. to doing something cool. So yeah. with Sony announcing that their E3 is focusing on four games, there's a huge thing about E3 with you needing the surprise. And I yeah. kind of feel like this year for Sony, they kind of deflated that surprise a little bit by saying, this is what we're going to do, letting mm-hmm. you know in advance. I feel like if they would have just sh- if they would have just came in and done those four games, people would have been really excited because those yeah. are four games people want to see. But yep. you're gonna go in knowing that's kind of be kind of gonna be it. So Microsoft can capitalize on that. Whether they do it, I have no idea. But because yeah. I'm with you when I, when I heard that Sony was going to focus on the four games. Uh, not that I'm upset that they are going to, because yeah. it's going to be fantastic. I, I wanted to be surprised by that. Be like, all right, here, here's a deep dive into Last of Us. Here is some gameplay of Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. If they do that, I hope they do. I, I like, hope they I, do I, too. Be, <laughs> I would be so excited just having that like thrown on me in the spur of the moment. Now that I know it's coming, it's kind of not dampered my expectations, but. Uh, the need to be surprised is suppressed. Yeah. B- but even saying so, they have said that there will be third-party announcements, which kind of brings the hype level up a little bit. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping something big happens there. Third-party is always great, but you always just wonder, like, what what's going to be that killer, uh, killer mm-hmm. app? So, I mean, they and Sony has a lot going for them. Days Gone, which is next year. Yeah. Um, I assume Death Stranding is at least one or two years out. There's, yeah, and you know, so I mean, Spider Man. We've been wanting to see gameplay for a long time, so mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. they show is probably going to be a hit. Cause... Yeah, and, and the the only the only other like people are saying like uh, other first party games. The other studios have just put out major first party yeah. games, so. Uh, it's going to be a while before we hear from Gorilla and hopefully a Horizon 2 I, or Horizon, Santa Monica, you know. I, I'm an Xbox guy, but Horizon was my game of the year last year. I loved I, I got the platinum on that. <laughs> I love Horizon. Horizon's so damn good. Um, so what is, the, what is the game do you see... Do you... Not do you... 
let me backtrack a little bit. What is a game that Microsoft can show that will be like that big like mic drop moment, the big surprise? What do you want from it? Um, I'm on the <coughs> I'm on that theory of three year development cycle for Halo because okay. every numbered Halo game has come out three years apart from each other. Um, Halo Five came out three years ago. We mm-hmm. heard nothing about Halo Six, and I wonder if they're gonna do a Bethesda type thing where they reveal it. And say it's coming out this year. They did that with Fallout 4, and yeah. everybody was shocked. Yeah. And there's no doubt that they've been working on Halo 6 for as long as they've been working on Halo 5. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm optimistic, but that's more of a far-out dream than yeah. something that's, that's be, probably That'd be huge. Because that would... Yeah, Bethesda set that precedent, but for one of the major... Uh, publishers and major players like Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, that really hasn't been seen as much. Like, here's a huge AAA major flagpole franchise. And, it's out in six months. Enjoy. And um, recently, I saw Scalebound had got re-put on the Xbox Store. I don't know if that was accidental. Oh, did it really? <laughs> I don't know if it was accidental or if it, uh-huh. or if it was like just a hint at something. But if for some reason that became uncancelled, I'd lose my mind. Um, that would be cool. Um, I'm actually... This is my second year that I'm actually going to go to E3. Oh, I'm gonna you're be going there. to E3? So I'm going to be at the Microsoft oh. conference this year. Nice. Okay. And I will collectively lose my cool with the group of people <laughs> I'm with if one of those two things happens. That's awesome. You said this will be your second year going? I went in 2016, and then... Okay. I'm going to go this year as well. How is it going to E3? Because that's like... That's like Valhalla to me. Over, that's like... <laughs> I, I would say it's fun, but it's overwhelming. Yeah. Oh, I'm because sure. Because you don't know where you're going. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, different buildings. Different... Some places are in like a hotel. Some places are here. Some places are there. And if you've never been there... Mm-hmm. Trying to navigate all that is very stressful. Yeah. Um, I have more of an idea of what I'm doing this time around, and especially since Microsoft is in the Microsoft Theater, if I'm going to look for anything, I know exactly where I'm going for that. So nice. Um, now to go off um, uh, again to your XboxEnthusiast.com where you write, uh, you recently published an article about the accessibility uh, controller that they're coming out with, which is awesome. Um, and in that article, uh, you're writing about how, um, as someone with cerebral palsy, um, that this is like a, like this control is like a dream to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, what's it like living with cerebral palsy? And um, if for some reason you don't know what cerebral palsy is, uh, what, what is it? Well, I mean, it's more, you see, it's weird because I know I have it and I know it's more yeah. of a. It is a physical disorder, but I mm-hmm. I don't have it as bad as other people have it. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen people who don't have mobility at all. Like, like very severe cases. For myself, mm-hmm. it's the left side of my body. So I can move my fingers really fast on the right side. Mm-hmm. And my left side, I can move my fingers, but they don't have that, like, that fast motion. And I can't position them in certain ways that I can my right hand. So I mentioned in that article how PC gaming is difficult for me because I can use the mouse, but I would Mm -hmm. need my left hand for the 
WASD buttons for moving in any kind of first-person shooter. I can't do that. Um, yeah. So I gravitate toward console gaming because a controller is easy for me to use. Mm-hmm. Um, I can hold it. The only problem I have is sometimes button mashing where I have to alternate with my left and right hand and my left hand is not as fast. So uh-huh. I a lot of times I miss notes like that if I'm playing like Amplitude or something like mm-hmm. that. But for the most part, you know, I, I could play any console game. But for someone who can't play PC, I know what it's like to be excluded from something I really like doing. So yeah. that yeah. Uh, the adaptive control is giving a whole bunch of people who may not have the opportunity to play games, may have never played a game before because of their physical nature, do that for the first time. And I think that's something revolutionary. The yeah, in, for sure. inclusive, inclusiveness is great. So um, the fact that they're working with like able gamers and a whole bunch of different organizations like that, it's a huge step forward. And yeah. when I heard about that controller, I knew I wasn't going to get it, but I just couldn't stop thinking of all the people that will get it and mm-hmm. will be able to play on the Xbox or the or Windows Ten. So because it's compatible with both. So. Yeah. That's awesome. And looking at the controller, uh, the two black circles are those like a like a trackpad, like I, a touchpad type thing. Uh, from reading about it, I heard you can map it to what you need it to be. That's awesome. So people who can't reach a certain button can map the big button to that. Like specific. That's really thing. awesome. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, uh, Sony and Nintendo follow suit and. Yeah, I mean, and do their own thing. Because I'm pretty sure there's fans of like all the consoles that are just like, Absolutely. "Hey, I, I want to play this, but I can't." And part of me, as like the Microsoft guy, I'm like, "Good, good on them." But I want, yeah, I yeah. want the other companies to do the same thing. Because if everybody can play anything, that's that's all that matters. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. We we want. That's one of the reasons I love gaming because everyone can play and. Yeah. For the people who can't because of physical uh, afflictions, uh, having a controller come out of one of the big three like this is pretty awesome. And I, I hope it becomes the norm going forward because yep. one of the people who, who have those afflictions deserve to play. Like one of the toughest things to do. One of my favorite games is Rock Band. And when oh, they, I love Rock Band. When they made Rock Band 3 with the keyboard, I couldn't use it. And it was the... Mm. It was the most annoying thing because I could play the instruments for like the other ones and yeah. all I wanted to do was play that keyboard and I couldn't and mm. it was one of those moments where I was just like I felt the disability at that moment I was like gotcha. I could normally play but this is holding me back and it yeah. was so frustrating so yeah what was your instrument of choice on rock band uh guitar I guitar it, it's funny because I'm righty um okay so I would have to strum with my right hand and play the notes with my left hand. But I can't mm-hmm. do that. So I was at a game crazy back in the day. I don't know if you, I, I yeah, I've heard of it. Um, and they had the demo for Guitar Hero on the TV on the PlayStation Two, and the guy at the store was like, "You should try this," and I couldn't do it. The finger positioning or whatnot. So I mm-hmm. literally took the guitar, flipped it around, strummed with my left hand. Because I could move up and down, I just couldn't mm-hmm. use my fingers, and I would play the frets with my right fingers, and I realized I could play at that moment. So I bought Guitar Hero that day, and I played with Lefty on 
Well, it, yeah. I played with the guitar lefty, but with the notes righty. I never changed the notes. Oh, that's that's and interesting. It was just always how I played the game the entire yeah. time. So to the point where I was really I could play all the songs on expert, mm-hmm. which was surprising to me because I didn't realize my hand could actually move that fast. And yeah, so. yeah. Oh my god! Shout out to Rhythm Games in general. I love them so much, and I, it's sad that we're probably not going to see them. Ever again. <laughs> I bought Rock Band 4 hoping it would come back, and I bought Guitar Hero Live hoping that I, did too. I can keep the rhythm genre going, but yeah, I think we're the only people that played them. Yeah. Guitar Hero Live was so cool because of the the actual audience. Like, yeah. the, If they could integrate that with VR... They, they have Rock Band so VR, cool. which is pretty I, cool. I, but it's only for PC, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah um, so I can't, I can't experience it. I went it. to a rock band for a launch party in new york city um for comic-con 2015 or 2016 they had at the hard rock cafe in Times square um a rock band for a launch party where if you if you wanted to play Mm -hmm. you'd have to go on the actual stage of the hard rock venue with other people pick up the guitar um and whatever instrument you wanted and look out into the crowd of about a thousand other fans of like a thousand rock band <laughs> fans who were there and it was almost like you were playing a concert and they were singing along with you so it was like the ultimate rock band experience it was really cool i'm real jealous because that is something i want to do so badly it's really oh. if they ever do that again you should totally go because it was really uh, yeah. fun and i i play the drums were my instrument when when rock band came out like i abandoned guitar i went straight for drums so oh my god that that's like that'd be so good and i need it to redeem myself because last year kind of funny live at the foundry one of the bars we went to as as a community event uh it was a gamer bar so they had stations set up with playstation xboxes and they had a, a rock band section and i was uh let's just say not of right mind very very drunk <laughs> And uh, uh, the drums were open. I was like, "Can I play?" And I botched it. I was awful. Hey, if they <laughs> if they go back, I will totally play. Nice, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this, hopefully the community events will be posted. Um, I know we're trying to f- fine tune those details before we. I, I think they said this Friday, board. from what I heard. This Friday, um, yeah, I, I think I, that was the plan. I saw a tweet from uh, Joey Noel, and she was like, Good "They're having Joey. a monster prom stream on Friday." Which is a great game, by the way, if you haven't played it. Um, I I haven't. I know of it, but I haven't played uh, it. And then they were going to do some community announcements there. That's awesome. I've never been Uh, to San Francisco. (laughs) But you're you're coming. I am. Right? Yeah. That's awesome. So that goes right into my next thing I was going to ask you. Uh, What started you um, as a kind of funny fan? Um, Okay. So I listened occasionally like during e3 times where i would see greg and all them do their thing for ign Mm -hmm. then they left ign and i didn't really think anything of it because i listened to ign more so i not listen but i read all of ign stuff so i just knew who they were Mm -hmm. and i guess one day i saw stuff on youtube i'm like okay they did their own thing and it was i had surgery three years ago on my leg so I mm-hmm. couldn't leave the house for a long time. I got into comic books. I got into all these things. And then looking on YouTube, I just randomly came across their stuff. Uh, and then, um, you know, Mario. Um, yeah. 
I wrote with him for a little bit. He wrote for PlayStation Enthusiast, which is part of the same company. Oh, okay. And we met each other at E3 2016. Um, and he that's where he met Tim. Uh, he had a, like a viral tweet. Of- this, is, this is perfect timing, because Mario was my guest on last week's episode. Uh, well, it goes live tomorrow as of this recording, but... By the time this is up, you should be able to listen to it. He, he met Tim at that E3, and he had a tweet yeah. that went viral. And he's always really positive about kind of funny. He was mm-hmm. very much when I had met him, like so deep into the community. And then I see him tweet people about kind of funny and all that, and I was like, you know what? I'll download the podcasts, like the more recent ones, and I just started going from there. And mm-hmm. then I I just, you know, week by week would listen to it until I was like, you know what, I'll do Patreon. And then and then eventually Party Mode came out, which is my favorite thing ever. Um, yeah, Party Mode's awesome. And then I subscribed to Kind of Funny Games just because mm-hmm. of Party Mode. And I wanted to get more active in it because after the three... Because of the three years ago, my surgery, you a lot of things go on when you can't leave the house... So a lot of friends that I had, it seemed like people moved on, did their own thing. And when I was trying to get back into my group, there were very few people that I reconnected with. Because everybody Mm -hmm. else seemed to just... A bunch of things happened when I couldn't be there. And there were new people in the group that I didn't know. And it was tough to reassociate myself with all the people that I've been friends with for a long time. Just because I didn't know all the new people. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was kind of lonely. It's kind of depressing, you know, <laughs> but uh it was kind of lonely. No, lo- I, I know that feeling. I I've I've been there. It's very uh, many times. Yeah. It's just very lonely. And I had yeah. my still core group of friends. I had my core group of people that I play online with on Xbox. But I liked seeing how everybody was interacting on Twitter. And then I remember messaging him. I'm like, "How do I get involved?" And he's just like, "Join mm-hmm. the Facebook group. Do this, do that." And then eventually you'll just kind of maneuver your way into the community so for sure i saw he tweeted you and like a bunch of other people i'm like i'm just gonna follow all these kind of funny people and that's kind of how it happened nice and here we are (laughs) yeah that's that's how it started for me i very much like um i i've watched their stuff for such a long time and it wasn't until a couple years into kind of funny so Maybe they weren't even kind of funny yet. They were still the Game Over Greggy show on YouTube. Uh, I found out there was a Facebook group, and I, I joined randomly, and I was very much a lurker. I would just, like, like posts <laughs> here and there. It's kind of like me, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you just kind of you jump in there with a comment, and you, you notice people from their profile pictures, and you just start friendships, and mm-hmm. it it's a wonderful place to be. Yeah. It, it, it's It's kind of... It's kind of hard for me to fully describe what it's like because it is such a positive thing in my life and I owe a lot to not only the guys but the community and I say that all the time but the only reason I say that is because I mean it hmm. and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Um, yeah, one of the reasons I wanted to do this too is I'm not very outgoing. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, you can kind of say because I write, I put myself out there. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't read the comment sections because people on the internet are just the meanest. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, for sure. You know, a lot of people, not everybody, but a majority <laughs> of people who read a uh, games media 
or yes. have strong opinions on things. And mm-hmm. I, I don't read comment sections. So it's kind of weird for a shy guy to uh, be in this kind of position. Um, You're telling me, as a fellow shy guy, this is a whole new world <laughs> doing a podcast. But, um, you know, so going going this year to prom, kind of nervous. Just because it seems like a lot of people have their groups of friends. Mm-hmm. And kind of like how I said with my group of friends, how they kind how they met other people. I guess the nervousness is going all the way down there. And a lot of people mm. have their groups of friends. And me trying to weave my way into conversation might be weird. And... I think of the intro, I've been thinking about this a lot, your intro to this podcast of Greg talking about what oh, yeah. kind of funny is, and I'm mm-hmm. like, that sounds really cool, because, you know, like, you can see anybody with a shirt, and, you know, yeah. go to dinner with that person, do this, and I'm like, that probably is true, but part of me is just like, I am not that outgoing to be like, hey, I'm gonna tag along, I'm gonna do this, uh-huh. so that's my nervousness going into everything. So, which which is totally valid. It, it was I was super nervous because my first time going to a big thing was kind of funny live last year, and uh, it, I was in the same boat. Like everyone has already has established fa- friendships, and uh, how do I kind of blend in and, and be a part of it and not just be what I was in high school for the most part is just standing on the sideline and being there, but not really contributing yeah. or anything. Uh, but the moment I showed up to the first community event, all that fears kind of washed away. It was, it was very, it was very easy to get into the mix of things. And it's just like, Hey, I like your shirt. And then you have a 10, 15 minute conversation and then you run into them all weekend. Yeah. And it, it, it becomes uh, a very easy, relaxing you you ease into it pretty quickly I'm, I'm hoping to get into as many community events um and i are you i think i remember are you part of the vip group too yes i will be um i got my VIP. i, ticket, I yes. somehow got one too so i'll be there so i'm hoping nice. that at least i can meet I, I know i'll be able to meet some people from that yeah. group so i'm hoping i i figured yeah. first time going to san francisco i need to go all out uh, yep. I'll be the mm-hmm. guy that doesn't wear a suit because I can't find one my size, so I'll wear my kind of funny varsity jacket. I, I'm getting real nervous because I'm a, I'm a big guy and suits are hard to come by. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's a it's a theme, I want to make sure I'm on mm-hmm. theme because I've been told by other people if I don't show up on theme, they're going to throw me out. Uh, they're joking, of course. <laughs> cool. But I want to make sure I, I hit it somewhat. I figured uh, the varsity jacket is very 90s. Absolutely, that's saved by the bell And right a prom there. is supposed to be like high school, and what do they wear in high school? Varsity jackets. So I'm, I'm embracing that, yeah. because between the money and not having a suit, uh, I'm like, uh, it's, a, it's, a lot, it's a hassle. <laughs> yeah, and, and let me preface that with saying, I don't even know if that's the right term to use, but uh, they've said, like, you don't have to dress up. Like, you can just show up and, and be fine. But the the whole thing of being prom, yeah. I kind of want to because uh, I enjoy dressing I'm up. I'm like, I'm going to be the only guy that doesn't come in a suit because I, I <laughs> no, the, you'll be fine. The way that I see like people talking, I'm like, oh, man, they're going all out. <laughs> well, if I don't do a suit and I have to figure this out very soon because we're almost a month away, yeah. Um, I'm thinking about going like very '90s inspired and just piecemeal the whole outfit. 
Like, do you remember Zubaz pants? Uh, I don't they're, know. They're like the old NFL players would wear. They were like the tiger stripe uh, sweatpants. If I saw them, I probably would. I, okay. I they were like, the top of my head. They were like neon colors, like bright pink, bright orange with black stripes. And I was thinking about getting like the pump up Reebok sneakers nice. and just going all out like a band t-shirt. Um, so that's what I was thinking about doing if I can't find a suit, but I'm going to... I'm going to make one last effort to try to find one before I give up. Um, uh, you kind of answered. Uh, I was going to throw in the question from Mario Napros, um, because he said he's personally known you for a while, and uh, you decided to be more active in the Kind of Funny community. Why did you decide to do this? He kind of answered that. Uh, but the second part to Mario's question is, if me, Kyle, if I'm bringing the green beard back at prom... Uh, that's a to be determined. Uh, I'm not making any promises because I made a promise at PSX and I couldn't do it because I ran out of money. Uh, but it's it's in the works. That's all I'm gonna say. I, I saw your profile <laughs> picture. That's all. The only yeah. reason I know what he's talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you don't know, if uh, if you found this podcast on Twitter, you would have seen my profile picture in the corner with a green beard. Uh, it's not always green, as Andrew can attest right now. It's not always green. Um, but I'm thinking of another color for prom. That's that's all we're... I'll leave it at that. Um, Alright, so let's get into the GOG topic. So every single episode, my guest brings an old Game Over Greggy Show topic for us to discuss ourselves. And Andrew, I know you had two you're going back and forth with. Um, so throw one out and we'll see what happens. Um, I'm going to go with who would you want to get dinner with from, um, Mm. episode 106. Um, I was thinking about it and there are actually a few people. I'm going to bend the rules on this a little. No, of course. Um, that's what it's all about. It's bending the rules. I have, (laughs) I have a few people first and I, I saw on the thumbnail, but it's someone I would totally pick the rock because, um, when I was younger, my dad used mm-hmm. to take me when I lived in New York to WWE events. So I remember seeing him when I was younger and then yeah. watching him go into being an actor. And now he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood. So yeah. there's a whole bunch of conversations. Have you seen, can... uh, not to derail real this soon, but have you seen that Twitter picture going around of The, uh, the Rock in the, his last three movies? Yes. And it's the same shirt. It's the same setting. <laughs> He's got his whole typecast thing but, going on. But it on works. It, it, it works. Um, I would also want to talk to um, Taylor Swift. That's another uh, thing that I share with a few people from yeah. the community. Um, Especially Mario Napros. Yeah. I. It's funny because I'm not a country guy. And ten years ago... When I was in college, my friend, mega country person, she was like, mm-hmm. you need to listen to Taylor Swift. And I was very much against it because I was always the rock guy. I was rock guy, but I also like pop stuff too. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Loved it. And then, you know, now that she's changed to pop, there's a bunch of questions there too. Like, yeah. like how do you transition from that? Do you ever go back to what you used to do? Or are you like permanently thrust into the pop scene you know there's Mm -hmm. there's a a lot you know to talk about there 
Uh, and I for, I forget because I haven't heard I haven't listened to this the guys do this topic in a very long time. Uh, did they set like a like a time limit? Do you have a time limit for dinner with this person? Or? I don't. I don't think they did. Okay. But, but I mean, even if it was only like half an hour, I yeah could probably get a lot out. <laughs> That's true. In half an yeah. hour. Uh-huh. Um, and another person I met her once at a bookstore in. In New Jersey, but uh-huh. I love Anna Kendrick. And, oh, good choice. And if I could just, like, talk to her for a long period of time, it'd be cool. Because when I went, yeah. they were like, here's your picture, here's your book, you need to leave. So I, I would only got to say hi, like, take a picture, get my book, and get mm-hmm. out. So there's a whole bunch of topics of conversation yeah. <laughs> that would fit. That was, that was very much like at Com- New York Comic Con last year. Uh, me and a couple friends I made through the community, we uh, got a photo opportunity with Troy Baker. And I, I was like, all right, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to say hi and tell him how much I appreciate his stuff. And we were basically in. We I put my arm around Troy, like took the picture, and we had to leave. It was like yeah. 10 seconds tops. Like, oh, man, that sucks. But it was so cool. I The last one's kind of a cheat. It's a group. Mm-hmm. Um you uh you know Rahu Cooley? Yes. Uh, I love iZombie. Um, I if you yeah. if I could get the whole cast for half an hour. <laughs> just, if you you could get the whole cast. Just, this is uh, your yeah. this is your uh, thing. I'll just because uh, they just announced that they're going on a last season uh, mm-hmm. next year, and I don't think there's a single bad episode of that show. And I have a okay. lot of questions. <laughs> and <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that that's a good pick. Uh, Oh man, so I, I'm gonna kind of copy you. Uh, I'm going to kind of pick. I'll pick the same number of people and the same type. Cool. So like, you want to bring the whole cast of iZombie, which is fantastic. I want to bring the whole cast of The Office. Nice. G- give me just sit me in a room, and not even just the cast. Give me the writers. Give me the directors, the cameraman. Like, I, The Office is is so near and dear to my heart. It's my favorite show of all time. Oh. To, and, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, but it's on Comedy Central every day, and yeah, it, I was actually watching about three hours of it before before this because it's always on, and yeah, it's, yeah. Regardless of what episode it is, I will find something to laugh about. It's so good, absolutely. And every once in a while, I just think to myself, I need to watch an episode with Stanley because I, I I need I need a Stanley fix. Uh, but yeah, just to sit in a room and. Just to talk to the to everyone that was behind the create the creative show of the office is is a dream because they're so they're comedic geniuses and <laughs> the way they pulled that show off is was like it's perfect it, it's yeah. it's perfect. Um, I would also like to go to dinner. Uh, are you a baseball fan, Andrew? By any um, chance? On and off, uh, okay. My my family, you would like them because they're huge Mets fans. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so that goes into who I'm picking. I wanna, I wanna sit down and I wanna have dinner with Mike Piazza. Mm. Mike Piazza was such a, a hero of mine growing up, and uh, I actually went up to Cooperstown when he got inducted a couple years ago. I made the drive up for the weekend and came back down. Um, he he had such a heartfelt speech there, but I would just love to pick his brain about all the iconic moments of his career, especially that home run after nine yeah. eleven. 
it just just thinking about it and saying it is giving me goosebumps because it's that was a not only not only such an iconic baseball moment, but just in the history of America, it's such a huge moment. Um, that's what they needed, like New York. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, you could say the whole country, but New York yeah. in, as a whole, that was yeah. regardless of what team you liked. Whether yep. you're a Yankee fan or a Met fan, um, mm-hmm. that was a huge. That was a like. Uh, I, I believe that was the first game after game uh, after yeah. where you had a huge crowd, the, and that was such a big deal. The word is lost to me, but it was such a, I guess, impactful moment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that would be another one of mine. Um, I'm trying to match them up. Uh, the Rock would be great, but I just don't want to steal The Rock because no, I love The Rock. You, there's enough of The Rock to go around for everybody, so if you need <laughs> that is that is very true. Uh, you know what? I'll go the other way with the with the wrestling connection. I would love to sit down with Vince McMahon hmm. and just be like Vince, how'd you do it? <laughs> like I don't understand how you can run this company and take over territories at such a young age and build it to what it is today because i don't know if you keep up with wrestling or, or the news about it but they just signed a deal with fox yeah. would, to bring to bring smackdown over for fox starting next fall i was actually gonna the bring deal, that up <laughs> yeah it, it, it's a five-year deal worth a billion dollars like come on i want i want to know how how do you do that <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping you see i don't have dvr so i'm okay. hoping they put it on demand because mm. i it's tough to sit down for two to three hours on Monday and Tuesday to watch Raw and SmackDown. Yes, and it is. When I signed up for the WWE Network, I thought Raw and SmackDown were a part of it, and because I signed up for my free trial for WrestleMania last year, yeah. I I used to love it as a kid. Um, my dad took me. My first one was when Triple H. No, my second one was when Triple H came back in two thousand one or two after his injury. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the best moments. And then I, I watched for a long time and I kind of dropped out, but yeah. seeing everybody talk about it again in the Facebook groups, I was like, I'll sign up for the free trial of WWE network during WrestleMania last year. And mm-hmm. then I was like, I'll start watching it again. And I went to go watch raw. I'm like, where is it? It wasn't there. And then I found out it's not on there. Yeah. It, it comes on, I think, a month after. Which, but live. by then, you you can't keep up with the storylines and. Yeah, I I would love in a world where everything is just on the network. Yeah, like that'd be great. But I understand if they're making a billion dollars for one of their shows and the other show Raw is still staying mm. on USA and still making a ton of money, like they don't need to worry just, about that. Just give me on demand. I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but. Um, so yeah, I would love to, to pick Vince's brain cause he's a smart dude. Um, and then finally, Anna Kendrick is a good pick cause she, she has a great personality yeah. that you can, that I think leads itself to a great conversation. Um, so I'm going to go with somebody else that is, has a huge personality that I love. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Nice pick. <laughs> I would, I would love to have dinner with Jennifer Lawrence and just cause she seems like such a fun time. Yeah. I mean, and, and all her, I, I you don't usually watch like uh, actors like promote movies like in their interviews and stuff. But every single time I see her do it, she's always having, she's trying to make the most out of it, and she's always has a quip that makes her funny and relatable. So I would love to 
not even have a full 30 minutes because I don't think I would be able to handle it. <laughs> I'd probably be shaking. Uh, just like a 10, 15 minute sit down so, would, be, would be perfect. This is actually a really tough topic. I mean, I chose the topic and then I was like, there's too many. I made cuts. I'm like, yes. I was like, oh no, I, I want all these people and I can't. <laughs> Yeah, like, speaking of about cuts, like, I'm just thinking superficially of people I like to watch and enjoy. Yeah. But, like, I would love to sit down with Gandhi and, like, Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King Jr., all these people I would love to sit down and just talk to. But it's, 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 I don't know if it's weird that my mind goes straight to entertainment people, but. I, I, I guess it's also because that's, there are the people we see often. More, yeah, more, more so than not, you turn on the TV, you're going to see any one of them. But you, you open a magazine, you're going to see them. You go on Twitter. We, I mean, Twitter is so good at connecting people to mm-hmm. to others. It's kind of why I choose it over Facebook. Because yeah. I'm, if I see that check mark for most of the time, I'm like, that's probably them. Yeah. So. Or someone tweeting on the brand. Yeah. But <laughs> for, for the most part, I... I you can tell when it's the actual person or when it's their team. So yeah. So here I'm going to throw a curveball at you, Andrew. Sure. And I'll give you I'll give you a couple seconds or as long as you want to think of an answer. Uh, who is somebody that you would? And obviously not in real life because we probably all have somebody that apply, this applies to. But somebody you don't want to be caught dead at dinner with. Oh man. It's like, like for me, it would it it would take every ounce of me to stay in my seat if I was sitting across the table from like Carrot Top. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know if I can handle a full dinner with Carrot Top. I mean, there there are a lot of obvious choices of like mainly government people, but oh yeah, I, I was but, they were also in my head, but I don't want to even bring them up. Um. <laughs> oh man, that's rough. I mean, you know. Jumping on the band bandwagon of uh, dislike, I'd say Nickelback. Oh, <laughs> but, okay. Um, you know, there are a lot of people that I like their art, but as a person, I'm not a fan yeah. of. And I love as a rapper Kanye West, but mm. every time he does something, it kind of gets a little thrown out of proportion. So I'm not yeah. sure if I want to have dinner with him but i can appreciate yeah. all the stuff he's contributed to the music uh industry yeah so so, so maybe like a you're both at a buffet and you pass each other on the buffet i, I might type of situation. i might not a, like do a head nod but i wouldn't yeah. get into a conversation <laughs> yeah that's a good call that's a good wouldn't call. be rude but you know <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah for sure what, what about you uh, oh wait you said uh, you said i, I said carrot top but uh you, you know who else um it's weird because my my parents and my grandparent, and my grandfather, um, mm. they're Met fans. My and my and two of my cousins. The rest of my cousins are all Yankees fans. Yeah, and that's kind of where I gravitated to when I was younger because I wanted to be like my cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, and despite me liking the Yankees, for some reason, <laughs> I do not like Aaron Judge. And I almost did not buy MLB The Show because he was mm-hmm. on the cover. That's like wow. the people who didn't want Madden because Tom Brady was on the cover. That's yep. that's just how I felt. And I can't pinpoint why I don't like him. 
But mm-hmm. every time he's on the TV, my dad looks at me and he's just like, I know you're not having a good time right now. I'm like, I... <laughs> and see, that's funny you say that because I had the same, not, what's the word? I'm, I can't, I'm fumbling over my words tonight. But uh, the same setback, the holdup uh, of buying the show this year. Like, I knew I was going to buy the show, yeah. but did it have to be our yeah, judge? Yeah. Did I, I just, I don't know what it is about him. Like, you're right. There is something about him. That I'm not quite sure I like, but it, maybe it's just me not being exposed to him enough and knowing him, but uh, that's a good pick. Um, it, and it's kind of weird. Can I do a quick shout out? Yeah, go ahead. So, um, I, I kind of, I mentioned my grandfather, um, when last year, uh, one of the other reasons kind of funny was big was because, um, when I really got into it, it was Right after, so the first episode after Donald Trump became president, um, mm. uh, Miss Movies had her yes. episode, and she talked about you know like the, the schmodown, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got into watching that. I mean, I like wrestling. It's kind of like wrestling with movies yeah. trivia. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, I love the schmodown. Yeah, the schmodown I, I love awesome. it every week. But she also did. Um, she doesn't do it anymore, but she did film therapy. Um, and when my grandmother died last year, it was just like, un- it was completely unexpected. Well, it was weird because she was always sick since I was a mm-hmm. kid. But every time they said she had like a month or two to live, she lived for three years later, four years, you know, like, so whenever yeah. they gave a time period, she would just surpass it. So that moment when it finally happened was mm-hmm. the first moment in my life where that was someone big that had died. Yeah. And I was just like, and I was listening to that and watching all the Fast and Furious movies because Fate of the Furious was coming out that week. So when mm-hmm. my family, like after funeral stuff, everybody was out. I was like, I got to do my own thing. I can't be out here. And I watched all eight movies before <laughs> within like two days or three days. And mm-hmm. then, Film therapy was a thing, and I think around that time she had Tim and Nick talking about Fast and Furious, which was yep. something that I was just going through, and, like, that was a huge help. Something I would not have known about if I had not listened to Kind of Funny Content. So, I don't know if she listens to this, but that's a shout-out to yeah. Miss Movies. Cause... Miss Movies brand is... is... An awesome person, and I know her very well from that Shmona, but I also watched film therapy whenever I could. Uh, it's definitely helped me in my very depressing days, and um, she's a wonderful person, and I'm, I'm happy to see her. I know she was going through some stuff not that long ago, and yeah. it was happy to see her come back and to see where she's at now. Yeah. It is awesome, and so for sure, shout out to Brienne, a.k.a. Miss Movies, but she would. I would love to have dinner with Miss Movies. She's it, really. It, she's she's really awesome. Yeah, I actually got to meet her last year at Kind of Funny Live. It was one of the highlights of the whole weekend. Yeah. Um, yes, that's a very worthy shout out. That's awesome. Um, all right. Well, that's it for the Gog topic. Uh, thank you so much, Andrew, for bringing that no up. Problem. Now it's time for the questions that we've received on Twitter. Uh, if you don't know, usually a day before recording an episode. Uh, I throw up who the guest is and for you to send in your questions. So, 
Uh, follow me at WhoDatNinja73 or BFS Talk Funny, which is the show's Twitter account. And when you see me say there's a guest coming on, throw us some questions. Um, so we kind of did Mario, not Bros, question. Uh, let's go to uh, Jacob Delio on Twitter. Uh, met Jake at PSX. He was awesome. Same situation that you were in, Andrew, uh, of, of being worried about prom. He was worried about PSX, so you should totally hit him up and he, uh, compare He actually notes. followed me on Twitter yesterday, and I immediately nice. followed back. I was like, all right, cool, let's, yeah. let's do this. Jacob's Jacob's awesome. He's a, he's a great great. I dude. saw him tweeting um, about your name, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm watching that in a day with my friends." I was like, "I gotta look away." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Jacob's question is, uh, "What's your desert island game?" Ooh. Which is a tough question. You know, it's weird. I, part of me wants to say Rock Band because I have all the I downloaded way too many songs in Rock Band. Me too. But my Me too. favorite game of all time, which is a very recent game, is Life is Strange. And okay. oh man, I if you want to see like a grown man cry, that was me playing that game to the point where I had my door closed and I was like, mm. I can't take this. But the conversations that I had after that is something that makes me revisit it often. And mm-hmm. if I could only play one game, I would love to just see that story all the time because that story affected me in a huge way. So nice that that's a that's a good pick. Uh, I've I know shame on me. I've not played Life is Strange or beaten it. I know I have to because a lot of people like yourself hold in such high esteem. So uh, my my cry like a baby game is Walking Dead. Ooh, <laughs> the, the seasons one and two. Yeah. I haven't played three yet. Three, um, three gets a lot of uh, bad rap. Uh, I liked it. I I yeah. played it in one shot because I just waited for the disc to come out and then I mm-hmm. played it all. But uh, which is what I did too. I, I liked with it. the first two. Yeah, uh, and and Clem reminds me a lot of my oldest niece, so it was even more emotional for me. It was. Ooh, I I was not myself for a couple days two, after that game. <laughs> two other, if you were to talk about emotional games, two other games that got me were was yeah. the opening of The Last of Us. Obviously, it's just yep. a, a gut sure. punch. And I showed my family that at separate times. And they were like, this is a game? Like I, mm-hmm. I don't think they realize that games can get so just very deep. And Bioshock Infinite, I... By the time I got to the end of that game, I was like, oh my goodness. And Yeah. <laughs> like, at the edge yeah. of my bed, just like, oh, I can't take this. And yeah. There was, uh, very recently, God of War has gotten me pretty emotional oh, at times, too. I haven't too. finished that. Um, uh, I-, I won't spoil no, anything, yeah. but there, there's, there's some story stuff when you're just exploring that most games don't put the attention and detail in that San- Sony Santa Monica did for God of War that are beautiful and some of my favorite moments of the game. The, the downside to writing is that I'm always switching games. So mm. I started God of War and then I had to do something else. I'm like, I'll come back to it, but I want to be part of the conversation. And yeah. I'm like, maybe I should forget the platinum trophy and just get to the end. Of it. It's it's a worthwhile platinum. It's all, it's it's a good game. It's a great game. Um, okay, so we have three questions. Well. Maybe four or five, depending on how it's worded. Okay. Uh, they all come from Steven Vontana, at Batchild27 on Twitter. Uh, 
He's giving you an over-under. Microsoft will have two exclusives announced at E3. Oh, man. The word exclusive is so broad now, but I'm going to say over. I'm I'm yeah. going to be optimistic and just say they've heard all the crap we've been talking and they're ready to <laughs> deliver. I, I would even say over-under five and still say I, over. Because I can guarantee we're going to get Forza. That's like yeah. a no-brainer. Um, I'm going to say if Halo doesn't come out this year... We're gonna at least know it exists, and we're gonna know a new Gears of War exists. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you want to count Crackdown since we already know about it, but I think it'll come out this year. So I'll give that as a four, and then whatever yeah. else they want to throw at us. But I, I think you, I think Xbox will have some of those uh, really beautiful indie games as exclusive. So I yeah. think that will definitely push the numbers up. Because um, did they announce Ori too? They did that. They did, right? I, okay. I feel like that should come out this year because, mm. I mean, they announced it last year and for the most part, everything they've announced last year has either come out or, well, like, Sea of Thieves came out this year, State of Decay just came out. Yeah. So, all the stuff they brought out last year has come out except Ori, yeah. so I'm thinking maybe this what if year. What if Ori 2 is the game where it's like, and it's out? now <laughs> i actually my prediction has been that that's going to be crackdown because okay oh with game Pass. because crackdown is a game you haven't heard of in so long yeah. and i just feel like people are getting restless like is this game canceled is this game coming out and mm-hmm. i wouldn't put it past them to just be like hey just play it it's on game pass and yeah um going along with the xbox theme uh do you think we see the next xbox by 2020 no. So, no. No, uh, they've been doing so many mid, like, mid generation upgrades. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know how much like better spec wise you're gonna get out of. I mean, the PS4 Pro, Xbox One X, both fantastic consoles. Mm-hmm. I feel like the next, they're almost better making another Xbox One upgrade and another PS4 upgrade than doing a ps5 or xbox two or whatever you want to call it yeah that the i think a better question is uh what would the next xbox be called because they're kind of throwing names all over the place i just feel like it's going to be called xbox Xbox at at this point you can't i mean they everybody thought the next one would have been 720 after 360 and then they went back down to one um yeah I feel they're always talking about it being a brand. So mm-hmm. maybe they just brand it Xbox. And you're just like, hey, play it on Xbox. That's what they already say. So What, what if they just name it X? Go play it on they X. They should say next box. Oh, there you go. Um, and the last couple questions uh, from Steven R. Uh, we kind of went over this. How did you become a best friend? And what was your best friend aha moment? Like what, when what, what if you even had it? What was the moment where like this is this is awesome? This is where I, I want to be. Uh man, I I would just say just the Twitter interactions. But one of the first kind of funny topics that made me laugh out loud at work to the point where I was like, oh man, I just audibly laughed was when um. When Greg talked about... It was an older one, but when Greg talked about the raccoon... Uh, oh, yeah, it's that, Grandma Miller. See, that makes me laugh. Anytime people laugh, 
I laugh. So when Greg does the wheezing laugh, which I I love, but <laughs> yep. one of my favorite things and shout out to Kevin, whenever Kevin laughs, it's the mm-hmm. best. I it when is. he laughs off camera, and I could just picture him laughing <laughs> off camera. It, yep. it makes me laugh so much. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's, those are those are good picks. Uh, yeah, anytime Kevin laughs, it always it warms my soul. Because <laughs> he's, you can tell that even though he's not on camera, he's having so much joy, like at that moment, and yeah. you can tell just by the, just with his laughing. Mm-hmm. If you saw Party Mode where they played Smash Brothers and they were trying to hit with the home run, the home run uh, derby thing, <laughs> it's one of my favorite Kevin moments for sure. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, all right, Andrew, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, I want to thank you so much for coming on. It was uh, it was really great to get to know you a little bit better, and I'm very happy you decided you wanted to step out and and kind of get more active because we need more people like you that want to do that in this community. So uh, again, thank you so much. Th- thanks for having thanks for having me. Um. Yeah, I was when you said you wanted people on the show. I was like, huh, you know that'll be cool. And and not many people know me. I mean, I know mm-hmm. people see me in San Francisco, but there'll probably be a bunch of people that don't go. That maybe you know, maybe from local areas. Like when you do the meetups, that yeah, I I want to try to go because the last one you had was at PAX East, and I couldn't go this year. Yeah, I went mm-hmm. last year, but they moved it to April, and then. It's just it didn't work out, but yeah. If people go to WrestleMania next year, maybe I'll see them. It's it, uh, I'm working on some things. Don't it, worry about it's it. It's ten <laughs> minutes from my house. Oh, that's yeah, awesome! Like just a ten minute drive. So yeah. Um. So Andrew, where can they find you and uh, Xbox writing stuff and everywhere? Where can um, they find? You? So Twitter, it's AJG Vulture eighty nine. Um. I'm on the kind of funny uh, Facebook group as well. Um, if you play Xbox or PlayStation, you can find me at Versa Vulture 89 on both uh, platforms. And then if you want to read anything that I write, I write at XboxEnthusiast.com. Awesome. And uh, you can find me on Twitter and PSN at WhoDatNinja73. Look for the green beard. Um if you want to follow the show, you can follow it on Twitter at BFS Talk Funny. Uh, it is on iTunes at Best Friends Talk Funny. Just search for it and you'll find it. Um, please go do all the podcasting stuff and rate it five stars. Leave reviews because it warms my heart that people are just giving this a chance and listening. And um, I'm very happy to do it. And thank you so much for, for listening and taking a chance. Um, until next time. Thanks for being a best friend. And I forgot the ending of my show. It's been such a long time. Hold on. Oh, I got it. See, I'm leaving all this in too, Andrew. I don't care. Here we go. And remember, be kinder to one another.